0: Sources. Inside sources. Inside sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and eleven sixty AM. AM. We're very thrilled to have joining us on the program today as we roll into Constitution Day tomorrow. Dr. Nicholas Cole is the director of the Quill Project, senior research fellow, Oxford University, and, of course, a great tag team uh, with Utah Valley University. And, uh, Dr. Cole, thanks so much for joining us today. And as we roll into Constitution Day, uh, this is is in the wheelhouse of your wheelhouse, I think, in terms of uh, things that are important for us to get to
2: yeah absolutely uh, no and it's it 's great to be out here for constitution day wonderful
0: so let 's talk about the uh, some of the events at uh, Utah Valley University around Constitution Day uh, in particular this year, focusing on some of those crucial amendments amendments thirteen fourteen and fifteen. Uh, give us some sense of the of the conference and the conversation
2: yeah it was a it was a terrific conference yesterday with with some wonderful speakers, but the the centerpiece of the day was actually presenting the, the work that the students at Utah Valley have been doing over the last couple of years, including in the National Archives, to, to really map out for the first time in a huge amount of detail how the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendments were written. And, and so really we, we had a wonderful day to celebrate the, the launch of, of that material and making it available for, for uh, specialists and for the wider public. And to celebrate the work that the students have done, I, I really have been so proud of them over the last two years. Uh, I think they were sort of banging on the door of the National Archives at the end of COVID. I think they were pretty much the first first group to get in because they'd been uh, so anxious to get into some of the paper archives of, of committee records that just haven't been haven't really seen the light of day since the amendments were written. So. Yeah. Uh, It was a fantastic day.
0: I love that. Uh, I love the the visual of the students uh, banging on the doors to to get in. and uh, Help us through kind of that connection. These are really the uh, 13th, 14th, and 15th, uh, often referred to as those deeply rooted in civil rights, really kind of the precursor to a lot of that. But uh, give us some of the the connecting tissue uh, in those three amendments and what they mean for us today.
2: They're all written in the the wake of the Civil War. The, The 13th Amendment ends slavery in the United States. The 14th Amendment guarantees civil rights and and equal protection of the law and due process of the law for all Americans, and also creates for the first time a a clear rule about who is and is not a a citizen of the United States. And then the 15th Amendment guarantees voting rights. And so those are really important amendments for the time. But the, the 14th Amendment in particular is the one that the Supreme Court of the United States has to refer to all the time when it's thinking about any controversial constitutional issue, Um, because it's the the amendment that that guarantees for for, um, citizens throughout the Union uh, their civil and constitutional rights, uh, not only against the the federal government encroachments, but also against their state governments. So there's hardly an issue in in, in sort of constitutional law that doesn't really touch uh, the 14th Amendment in some form.
0: Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, I know one of the, the things that you have been uh, passionate about uh, in terms of the, the Quill Project and this partnership between Oxford University and Utah Valley University, in particular the Center for Constitutional Studies there at UVU. Uh, give us some sense of that particular project, the Quill Project, what it is and uh, what it means.
2: Well, it's it's one of the most amazing research partnerships. About seven years ago, I was just starting a project at at Oxford University thinking about how we could use computers to to really map out the detail of how American constitutional law was written. As you you know, the the original 1787 convention, for example, took three months to write the four and a half thousand words of the Constitution, and they really worked through all of the wording in an awful uh, amount of detail during that time over and over again. And I really wanted to lay that out in a very modern form and and think about how these processes and this this process of compromise and debate had really worked in American history. At at almost exactly the same time, uh, Utah Valley University was looking for projects that its students could work on and make a contribution to. And and we came together and thought about how to engage the, the students at Utah Valley University in this work. And where they proved themselves incredibly effective was actually thinking about state-level archives. They began with a project looking at how Utah's Constitution was written in 1895, which was a process that's an order of magnitude more complicated, actually, than the writing of the federal Constitution. And they've since expanded that work to look at a series of uh, constitutional conventions in the American West. And uh, some of that material is already available online, and and the, uh, the major part of it will be available in the spring. Uh, and that's another project that we're really, really proud of. But the students here have really proved that undergraduates can make a, a substantive contribution to, to major research projects. And I'm incredibly proud to work with them. Uh,
0: that's fantastic. And uh, we know there, there is a lot uh, going on in terms of uh, civics, uh, teaching of civics and leadership, uh, an initiative uh, here in the state of Utah. Uh, talk to us just a little bit about uh, why that is so important, uh, both in in context of of Constitution Day, but also just in terms of where we are, uh, not just here in the United States, but internationally in terms of how we communicate, how we interact uh, amongst nations?
2: I think it really is a a critical issue. Uh, Most of humanity, for most of human history, has not lived in a democracy or a republic. Uh, So there is something unusual about living in in free societies and i think that's incredibly important to remember and so educating people about the um, particular american experience and also the, the the broader history of democracy in the world is really important at a moment when internationally there are many actors who are saying actually there are other models of government and they may be more effective and, and i think Uh, in the last decade, those voices have actually become very loud internationally, saying that democracy is weak, it doesn't work, it doesn't do the things uh, that we think it should do. And and there are definitely states making that case globally. And I I think it's really important that we actually remember how precious the systems of government we have in in Europe and America are, and, and the history that has brought us to the place that we are. Not that everything's perfect, but that it is important to, to really study that history.
0: Yeah, that that history. And uh, if uh, the things that we tend to ignore or forget, are, our children tend not to know, and what our children don't know, our grandchildren uh, very rarely get to possess. And uh, I agree uh, that, that having that history and that connection, uh, both to the, the process, to the words themselves, I know that's been a, a big part of, of your studies is looking at how those words, uh, the meaning that they had at the time uh, is, is all such an important thing. Uh, As you look at it more broadly, uh, Dr. Cole, what are some of the things that you wish we were having conversations around as it relates to either the Constitution or democracy in general?
2: I think one thing perhaps to say is that it is possible for people to disagree in good faith about constitutional issues, and I think we we need to remember that we can have a conversation in good faith with people who disagree with us. And, and certainly America's founders, you know, went to the convention with very profoundly different ideas about how America should set up its its systems of government. And they found a way to, to debate with each other and to reach a, a reasonable um, conclusion. And the process by which they went through that debate is really, really important. Being willing actually to engage in a serious process of discussion. Uh, rather than just retreating to our respective corners and and wanting a kind of uh, you know winner takes all result, that's that's not very helpful. The, the the processes that have got us here, the things that make America distinctive actually have have been its willingness across time to to have those debates. So that 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 process of dialogue uh, historically is really really important. That's that's what is the focus of my own work and the Quill Project's work. Uh, and I wish we would remember a little more just how important that process of listening and being prepared to compromise really is. Yeah, perfect. And uh, a
0: perfect ending, a perfect uh, fitting capstone uh, as we roll into Constitution Day tomorrow. Dr. Nicholas Cole, director of the Quill Project, senior research fellow at Oxford University and part of this extraordinary partnership between Oxford University and Utah Valley University. This is extraordinary work, both from the students uh, and from you, Dr. Cole. We, uh, we appreciate your efforts and helping us all remember that process and that engagement that we need uh, to really bring out our better angels and really secure uh, the future uh, for ourselves and, and for our posterity. Thanks so much for joining us today.
2: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Here's the triple dog dare of the day. It's 4,440 words. Read the Constitution tomorrow on Constitution Day and just focus from the very first words who it's all about, who it's up to. It's we the people. We'll be right back.
1: Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten.